Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is Minister Macmillan coming to you today. I must apologize to everyone. Um, we have been off the air for about two days now, and today uh, we're running a little bit late. Um, however, as I said in my last broadcast, um, I uh, lost someone that was very close to uh, our family, and so we had to take a few days off to um, um, to recognize and say our goodbyes to that person. Um, but we're back now, and I just want to say today, uh, for those of you listening out there, um, make an effort today to call the ones that you love, your friends, your your relatives, your children, your parents, uh, grandparents, call them. Uh, make it a habit of calling them regularly. You know, try if it's your parents or your children, your grandparents. Uh, call them every day if you can. Five minutes a day if you can. If not, take more than that. Uh, if you can FaceTime them, FaceTime them, you know, because we don't know when our last days are. And um, we truly do miss the people that we love. And uh, the same for our friends, you know, our close friends. If you're really a friend, they're like family. So do the same with them as well, okay? All right, that's all I wanted to say today. As you can see, I'm a little choked up still. Um, but that too shall pass. Uh, the Lord said, give glory for they are with him, and they are not in pain or hurting anymore. So, praise God. All right, uh, we're going to get into today's reading. Um, first, let's give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah, Father. Lord, we give you the praise and honor and glory. For you are the almighty God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we give you, we give you all the praise, O oh Lord. Yes. Father, we give you all praise. Hallelujah, 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 Lord. Father, we give you the praise, O oh Lord. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay, we are going to <clears throat> get started today in Deuteronomy 11. We left off uh, at 10. So, everyone, you have your Bibles with you. Again, I'm reading from a different Bible this time. Um, as I said before, I have many, many Bibles. So, uh, every time we go through this, I'll be picking up a different Bible. Um, and this one is pretty old. This is a Tendale. It's a life application Bible. Uh, it's the uh, new, Inter in new International Version, okay? Um, so, we've been reading out of this from Genesis. And we also uh, pulled in the lost books of the Bible at the beginning. Um, I have gone through the lost books of the Bible, which I will go through again. And as I said to you guys before, I am still waiting on the book of Jubilees. I did read the book of Enoch uh, to everyone. And... Um, Let's see. Uh, the book of Joshua is also. Um, we're waiting on that. So when those two come in, uh, we will read those. Okay. But in the meantime, we are going to get into the word. And so today, as I said, we are going to start now in Deuteronomy 11. Caption is, Love and Obey the Lord. Love the Lord your God and keep his requirements, his decrees, his laws, and his commands always. Now, uh, I've said this before. The New Testament and the Old Testament go hand in hand. You cannot throw one out and say, we live by the one, which most people today say, oh, we live under the New Testament. It's true, we do live today under the New Testament, but the Old Testament is still in place. Without the Old Testament, you can't have the New Testament, okay? Uh, the laws are still in existence. People today still live under the law, and they don't realize it because they're under bondage. See, and when they come out of that bondage, then they go on to grace, which is the old to the new. Okay. Um, however, the laws never came out of place. The laws are still in place. The commandments are in place. We live by the commandments. Our, uh, a lot of our uh, laws are created under the commandments. So when I hear people say, oh, these things don't exist, uh, that's not so, I, I beg of you, go look at your laws in your countries. Check out your laws and see if they don't, uh, if you don't see similarities or actually the same thing. Um, here, here in the United States, uh, <laughs> uh, many of our laws is built from the actual 
commandments themselves. So that's why I say everyone check your laws. Okay, so let's move on. Remember today that your children were not the ones who saw and experienced the discipline of the Lord your God, his majesty. His mighty hand, his outstretched arm, the signs he performed and the things he did in the heart of Egypt, both to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and to his whole country, what he did to the Egyptian army, to its horses and chariots. Now, notice how they said here, uh, they talked about what he did both to the king of Egypt and to the whole country. But then the next line says what he did to the Egyptian army and to its horses and chariots and how he overwhelmed them with waters of the Red Sea as they pursued, as they were pursuing you and how the Lord brought lasting rain on them. Um, so this, you know, there's been a big... Uh, talk about whether or not Pharaoh went down with his army. And uh, as I have read and as um, I looked into, and this is where I'm going to get the book of uh, Joshua and Jubilees, um, Pharaoh did not go down with his army in the Red Sea. Uh, Pharaoh was standing off to the side and he commanded his army to go in, but he didn't. And there's an interesting story behind that where uh, Pharaoh went after this. So I really want to get into that story. Uh, makes a lot of sense. Uh, kind of goes hand in hand with history itself and with uh, another book in the Bible. Okay, so we will get into that as soon as I can get these books. <laughs> um, but I just want to bring that to light because um, even here in the text, uh, it's telling you in a way that Pharaoh didn't go down with his, with his army in the water. Uh, now his chariots did. And how the Lord brought lasting ruin on them. Well, you know, lasting run, you got to remember now, not only did they lose their children and the places were plagued and, you know, they were cleaning up behind all that, you know, burying people and so forth. And then all the men went into the water and died. So there was no, there was no men left. There were children and women. So, yeah. So you can see, uh, Quite so, they would run. Um, it was not your. It was not your children who saw what he did for you in the desert until you arrived at this place, and what he did to Dathan and Abram, son of Elab, and the Reubenite, when the earth opened its mouth right in the middle of all Israel and swallowed them up with their household, their tents, and everything that belonged to them. You see, God is mighty and he is in play. When you go against him, look out. These these men were these were uh these were Israelites. I mean they were the uh the the priesthood. Dathan, 
uh, Abraham, they were part of the Levites, and they spoke up against Moses and Aaron, and, uh, Aaron. <laughs> and the Lord wasn't having it, and he told the people, move back, because I'm going to destroy them. And I don't even think they knew it was coming. They just figured, you know, they would get a lashing or something. But the Lord swallowed up the whole area that they were in. Their children, their donkeys, their horses, their homes, everything. So there'd be nothing left of them. Okay, but it was your own eyes that saw all these great things the Lord has done. Observe, therefore, all the commands I am giving you today so that you may have the strength to go in and take over the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess. And so that you may live long in the land that the Lord swore to your forefathers to give to them and their descendants a land flowing with milk and honey, the land you are you are entering to take over is not like the land of Egypt for which you have come, where you planted your seed and irrigated it by food as in a vegetable garden. But the land you are crossing, the Jordan to take possession of, is a land of mountains and valleys that drinks rain from heaven. It is a land that the Lord your God cares for. The eyes of the Lord your God are continually on it from the beginning of the year to the end. So you see that? So this is a gifted land. The, he's telling you, he's watching that land all the time. He's preserving it and keeping it all the time, even to today. Check it out. Check out this area that they're talking about today. <laughs> and check out who is sitting on this land right now. Who has, who has uh, pretty much fenced it off uh, so that the rest of the world can't get in. <laughs> okay. Now let's move on. So if you faithfully obey the commands I am giving you today to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your hearts and with all your soul, then I will send rain on your land in its season, both autumn, spring, and spring rains, so that you may gather in your grain new wine and oil. I will provide grass in the fields for your cattle, and you will eat and be satisfied. Be careful, or you will be in you will be enticed to turn away and worship other gods and bow down to them. Then the Lord's anger will burn against you and he will shut the heavens so that it will not rain and the ground will yield no produce and you will soon perish from the good land the Lord has given you. 
Fix these words of mine in your heart and mind and tie them as a symbol on your hands and bind them on your foreheads and teach them to your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Write them on on door frames of your houses and on your gates so that your days and the days of your children may be many in the land that the Lord swore to give your forefathers, as many as the days that the heavens are above the earth. If you carefully obey all these commands, I will give you to follow, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to hold fast to him. Then the Lord will drive out all these nations before you, and you will dispose nations larger and stronger than you. Every place where you set your foot will be yours. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from Euphrates River to the Western Sea. No man will be able to stand against you. The Lord your God, as he promised you, will put the terror and fear of you on the whole land wherever you go. That's astounding. And this is what we need today. We need to know wherever we go, wherever we plant our feet, wherever, whatever we're doing, that God is there with us. And when we come, terror comes up on our opponents, comes up on those around us because they can feel it. They know that something is present. You're different. You're not the same. You're not like everybody else. Why? They can't understand it. But whatever you do, whatever you put your hands to, whatever you are involved in, it always comes right. Yes, that's what you want. And so this is why today it's still prevalent that we follow the commands, that we follow the decrees of the Lord. See, I am setting before you today a blessing and a curse. Mm, See? The blessing, if you obey the commands of the Lord your God, that I am giving you today. The curse, if you disobey the commands of the Lord your God and turn from the way that I command you today by following other gods. Following other gods. A lot of people think, oh, they mean other gods. No. We have gods today. You know, if you're if you're utilizing something more, you're spending more time with it than you are with your with the Lord, then that's your God. Your time should be spent with the Lord as much as you can throughout the day. Well, how do you do that? Well, like right now, we're reading the word. Before you go to bed, read the word. Throughout the day, pray. Talk to the Father. Okay? 
No one has to know you're talking to the Lord. You can talk to the Lord in your heart, in your head. Lord is within us. He is in us and we are in him. He can hear what we're saying. So we can talk to him throughout the day. And no one has to know. <laughs> A lot of times you see people talking to themselves. Are they really talking to themselves or are they talking to God? Sometimes you don't even see people. They're just sitting there quietly and you're, you're, oh, you're saying, oh, they're taking a few minutes to meditate or they're taking a few minutes for themselves. They may not be. They may be taking a few minutes to talk with the Lord. You see? Okay. Uh, which you have not known. When the Lord your God has brought you into the land, you are entering to possess, you are to proclaim on Mount Gizm, uh, on Mount Grism, the blessings, and on Mount Ebal, the curses. As you know, these mountains are across the Jordan, west of the road towards the setting sun, near the great trees of Mora. In the territory of those Canaanites living in Arat, in Arabah, in the vicinity of Gilgal, you are about to cross the Jordan to enter and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you. When you have taken it over and are living there, be sure that you obey all the decrees and laws I am setting before you today. Chapter 12. There, these are the decrees and the laws you must be careful to follow in the land that the Lord, the God of your fathers, has given you to possess as long as you live in the land. Destroy completely all the places on the high mountains and on the hills and under every spreading tree where the nations you are dis disposing worship their gods. Break down their altars, smash their sacred stones, and burn their asherahs poles in the fire, cut down the idols of their gods, and wipe out their names from those places. Are we doing that today? No. People are not taking the banner anymore. They are not picking up the banner at home. They're not picking up the banner when they're at work or in the political arena. People are have not done that. They have just stopped altogether. And that is not what the Lord said. Okay? Uh, we have things going on in our nations that we don't agree with. And uh, people don't say anything. They, they, they cowered behind uh, and uh, take a quiet base. You can't do that. Yeah, Lord said you're either hot or you're cold, okay? 
you see things happening that uh, you know that's disdain. It's against what you believe in this word, what the Lord has set down. Then don't let that happen. The Lord says, destroy completely all the places on the high mountains. Okay? That's uh, high mountains. Those are untouchable places. Those, those are places hard to get to, but they got there and they destroyed them. Okay? Under every spread tree, this means vast places. These, these things are traveling all over the place. People are quickly picking it up. Well, it's time to unpick it up. It's time to destroy that, to put it down. Oh, but that's the thing. Oh, but no, it's not the thing. It's against the word of God. And this is his earth. This is his land. This is not our land. This is not man's land. God put us here for a purpose. It was to create. And man is not creating. Man is destroying. To love. To be loved. There's not a lot of that either. There's more animosity and dislike and discouragement going on. And these are the things that are not of God. And they need to be abolished. Okay, let's move on. Verse 4. You must not worship the Lord your God in their way. See, in their way. You have a lot of false prophets, false teachers, false ministers, and they're preaching and teaching wrongly. They don't even want to get into the word. They get into the word and they they say a few uh, verses of the word and then they put their own spin on it. And that's the whole uh, routine for that Sunday or that Saturday. That's not the word of God. The Word of God is just what we're doing today. We're reading this Word. We're getting into this Word. We're getting an understanding of what the Lord says. We're not jumping over anything. We're not skipping anything because uh, we don't want to offend somebody. No, I'm sorry. That's not how it goes. We're all going to get offended by the Word because we're all sin. We're all sinners. <laughs> That's what the Lord said. Why is there Christ Jesus? Because we cannot go before the Lord. We're spotted. We're tainted. We're sinners. The only way that we can come to God is through Christ Jesus, who filters our sins. Okay? But we have to start somewhere. We have to start by ourselves cleaning up our own mess, seeing who we are, seeing what we need to do to change ourselves so that we come as holy to the Lord as possible. 
Okay. All right. But you are to seek the place the Lord your God will choose for uh, from among all your tribes to put his name there for his dwelling. To that place you must go. There bring your burnt offering and sacrifices, your tithes and your special gifts, what you have vowed to give, and your farewell offerings. Well, Today, like I said, we don't have these because of Christ Jesus, except except during this, these special Sabbaths, which we have one coming up now, which is Passover. That's a whole different thing. There is a time when those things are given. But this was on a daily, okay? And for our daily... Our offerings come from God. We go to the Lord and we pray. Right? We pray and we praise the Lord. Okay. Uh, what you have vowed to give your farewell offering and the firstborn of your herds and flocks, there... In the presence of the Lord your God, you and your families shall eat and shall rejoice in everything you have put your hands to because the Lord your God has blessed you. Okay? So if you're doing these things, as I've said, you're following his commandments, you've cleaned up your home, you're doing what you can with your family, even your close friends around you, people that you don't know. You're helping the widows, the poor, the sick, the children who have not, people who have not, then you can be sure that the Lord is going to bless. You are not to do as we do here today. Everyone as he sees fit. Since you Since you have, um, since you have not yet reached the resting place and the inheritance of the Lord your God is giving you, okay? Since you have not passed on, crossed over to the Lord, but you will cross the Jordan and settle in the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. And he will give you the rest for all your enemies around you so that you will live in safety. And this still applies today. Okay. Then to the place the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for, for his name. There you are to bring everything I command you. Your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tithes, your special gifts, and all the choice possessions you have vowed to the Lord. And there rejoice before the Lord your God. You and your sons, your daughters, your maidservants, your men's servants, your maidservants, and the Levites from your towns, who have all allotted or inheritance of their own. 
Be careful not to sacrifice your burnt offerings anywhere you please. Offer them only at the place the Lord will choose in one of your tribes, and there observe everything I command you. Now today, you have an acceptable place in your home. Where do you go to pray? I know that a lot of people have a specific place to play. Uh, pray. I remember uh, years ago, and I say this wholeheartedly, <laughs> um, I had a place in my yard. Uh, I had lily, which called labyrinth, and I did not put the labyrinth there. It was there when I got there, and I didn't realize. I didn't even know what it was at first, and then one morning, uh, the Lord drew me there, and I after praying for a while, I realized there was something strange about it. Uh, and I looked at the design, and then I looked it up, and I found out it was a labyrinth. And it's funny because my whole lawn was grass. But this particular area had uh, like a strange pattern on it. Well, anyway... I would go out there and I would pray. And uh, the, after the first time, the Lord said, come out here and meet me. And I would go out there and meet him in the morning. And I'd go out there and meet him during the evening and at night. Um, and then later on, I had other places like my living room or my kitchen, even the bathroom. There's one place I had, it was in the bathroom. Whatever place you pick, to pray, to come to the Lord. Make that your place to go to. Uh, if you're gathering with your family, choose a place that your family can meet with the Lord. Okay? Um, your sacrifices and uh, is your praise and your, your worship to the Lord. Your prayer. Uh, except during the times of Passover, Sukkot, uh, Day of Atonement. Uh, there are three times a year when you, our young men, our husbands and our men are supposed to meet uh, with the Lord. And if you're a single household, you're a single uh, mother, then you uh, take the place where you meet with the Lord, okay? Um we just read that. I want you guys to go over that again. That's in Numbers and Deuteronomy. You will see those days listed. Okay? All right, let's uh, move on. Then to the place the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name. There you are to bring everything I command you your burnt offering, sacrifice, your tithes and special gifts, and all the choice possessions you have vowed to the Lord. And there rejoice before the Lord your God, you, your sons, your daughters, your maidservants, your menservants, uh, your Levites from your towns who have now no allotment or inheritance of their own. Be careful not to sacrifice your burnt offerings anywhere you please. Offer them only at the place the Lord will choose in one of your tribes and there observe everything I command you. Uh, before I move on to 15, um, uh, most people today, 
don't realize about the tribes. And I just recently uh, was listening to uh, a group who still um, follows the old ways. And they were saying um, today, it's according to uh, what month you're born under, that the tribe that you fall under. Uh, you might want to check that out. Uh, I will, I'll go over that again. I did go over that about, uh, I think, about a month ago. Um, but I'll do it again. Um, it's very interesting. Uh, okay. Um, let's move on to 15. Nevertheless, you may slaughter your animals in any of your towns and eat as much of the meat as you want, as if it were gazelle or deer, according to the blessings the Lord your God gives you. Both the ceremonial unclean and the clean may be may eat it, but you must not eat the blood. Pour out on the ground like water. You must not eat in your own town the tides of your grain and new wine and oil or firstborn of your herds and flocks or whatever you have vowed to give or you f or free will offering or special gifts. Instead, you are to eat them in the presence of the Lord your God at the place the Lord your God will choose. You and your sons, your daughters, your maidservants, your manservants, and your Levites from the town. And you are to rejoice before the Lord your God in everything uh, you put your hands to. Be careful not to neglect the Levites as long as you live in your land. Okay? All right. Um, when the Lord your God has enlarged in your territory as he promised you, and you carved meat and say, I would like some meat like you may eat as much of it as you want. If the place where the Lord your God chooses to put his name is too far away from you, you may slaughter animals from the herds and flocks the Lord has given you, as I have commanded you. And in your own towns, you may eat as much of them as you want. Eat them as you would gazelle or deer. Both the ceremonial unclean and clean may, may eat, but be sure you do not eat the blood, the, because the blood is life, okay? And I'm going to stop here for a second, because the Lord is, uh, even today, uh, you, uh, most people, uh, if you look at the cold culture uh, menu, there is no blood. The blood is taken out of the meat. How do you do this? Salt water. You put your meat in salt water and let it sit for a while. Two or three hours. Pour that water off. Put in new fresh water. Let it pull it out some more. Until the water is clear. Uh, then you can cook the meat. 
Uh, the same thing goes for uh, vinegar. Vinegar will also pull, or lemon water will also pull it out. So if you have any of those, that will clean the blood out of your meat, okay? It is not for us to eat blood. A lot of people like rare steak. When I see a rare steak, I send it back. Um, don't give me no blood from any animal. I don't want it. Uh, people wonder why when they uh, eat out, they some people get sick or they uh, come down with some disease or something. That came, and they're wondering, where did this disease come from? That's where it comes from. You're eating stuff that you're not supposed to be eating. The Lord tells you very plainly, do not eat blood. Blood is not something for you to eat. It's life. When we pass out of this world, the blood is drained out of our bodies when we're put into the ground, right? Why? It's life. When you do transfusions, they take the blood from one and put it to the other to give them life. Okay? So, no. Do not eat the blood. And you must not eat the life with the meat. See? You must not eat the blood. Pour it out on the ground like water. Do not eat it so that it may go well with you and your children after you. Because you will be doing what is right in the eyes of the Lord. But take your consecrated things and whatever you have vowed to give and go to the place the Lord will choose and present your burnt offerings on the altar of the Lord your God, both the meat and the blood. Now, basically, pray over your food. This is very important. Before you stick food in your mouth, pray over it. The blood of your sacrifices must be poured beside the altar of the Lord your God, but you may eat the meat. Be careful to obey all these regulations I am giving you, so that it may always go well with you and your children after you, because you will be doing what is good in the right in the eye of the Lord your God. The Lord your God will cut off before you the nations you are out to invade and dispossess. But when you have driven them out and settled in their lands, and after they have been destroyed before you, be careful not to be ensnared by inquiring about their gods, saying, how do these nations serve their gods? It's no concern of yours don't care about those things. You know who God is. You don't need to know who somebody else's God is. You don't need to know about that. Okay? There are things going on out here in the world that you know is not right. Why bother to f try and find out what it is, what makes it tick, what, why is it so important? It's, it's not important. <clears throat> It's not of God. You know it's not of God. You know by the way that they that things are going, what they're doing, how they're doing it. Things done in secret. 
They don't want to reveal to you how it's done exactly. They give you a roundabout way or they give you a a small summary, uh, just enough for you to say, oh, okay, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think I get that. No, you don't get it and you won't get it because those things are not of the Lord. Okay? But when you have driven them out, see, don't go back into something that you've driven out or that's not supposed to be there in the first place. How do these nations serve their gods? Who cares? We, We will do the same. You must not worship the Lord your God in their way because... In worshiping their gods, they do all kinds of detestable things the Lord hates. They even burn their sons and daughters in fires as sacrifices to their gods. Okay, and and this is still holds true today. These people have no love. They don't care about their their loved ones. They will sacrifice them for whatever it is that they're going after. Okay, so if they'll sacrifice them, they'll do the same to you because you're nobody. Uh, They even, uh, okay, let's go on past that. See that you do all I command you and do not add to it or take away from it. Okay. So you're to do exactly what the Lord tells you and nothing more. If a prophet, if a prophet or one who foretells by dreams appears among you and announces to you a miraculous sign or wonder, and if the sign or wonder of which he has spoken takes place and he says, let us follow other gods. Okay. Gods you have not known. Okay. Um, here's the thing. I I do know prophets and prophets. Okay. Um, there are times when I have prophesied myself. The Lord has given me things to say. However, if those things don't check out, then, you know, put a wide berth between you and that person. And if they do check out and those and that person starts talking uh, things that you know is not of God or steering you away from the word of God, steering you away from the things of God, then that, don't think about, oh, they, but they prophesied this and that, and that was right. Uh, yeah, I want to tell you all something. The devil can prophesy too, okay? He can tell you the truth with a twisted lie behind it because that's who he is. People don't forget he was God's right-hand man until he fell. You think he forgot all that knowledge? You, You think all that went away from him? No, this is why he's so good at it today. This is how he entraps man because 
as I was reading the story of Adam and Eve, if those of you who remember, remember how many times Adam and Eve was tricked. And I'm reading the story. I'm like, come on, don't you get that this is the, the adversary? No, because he was so smooth at it. He, they had been tricked so many times before Adam and Eve realized. And then after them, they had to get their children on board. Hey, this guy, know who he is because he will mess you up. Well, it's the same thing today. He comes through everyone. That's why you close those doors. Lock them tight. Shut them up. Because he will come. <laughs> okay, let's go on. Um, let us follow. Uh, let us follow other gods, gods you have not known, and let us worship them. You must not listen to the words of that prophet or dreamer. The Lord your God is testing you to find out whether you love him with all your heart and with all your soul. It is the Lord your God you must follow, and him you must serve. Re uh, excuse me. Him you must revere. revere. Keep his commands and obey him, and serve him and hold fast to him. The prophet, a dreamer, must be put to death because he preached rebellion against the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt and redeemed you for the land of slavery. He has tried to turn you from the way the Lord your God commanded you to follow, and you must purge the evil from amongst you. Well, how do we purge the evil from amongst us? Prayer, prayer and worship, prayer and worship and fasting if needed, okay? If, you're, if your very own brother or son or daughter or wife you love or closest friend secretly entice you saying, let us go and worship other gods, gods that neither you nor your father have known, gods of of people around you, whether near or far, uh, from one end of the land to another. Do not yield to him or listen to him. Show him no pity and do not spare him or shield him. You must certainly put him to death. Now, okay, today we don't put people to death, but when this happens, you are to pray for that person. You go before the Lord and you say, now, if it's someone that you love and you know that they're stepping out wrong, you pray for mercy, but pray for instruction on those people. Pray that the Lord come in and reveal to them what's going on and turn them around, okay? Your hands must be the first in putting him to death and then the hands of all the people. Stone him to death because he tried to turn you away from the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Then all the Israelites will hear and be afraid, and no one among you will do such an evil thing again. As I said, we don't do this today because of our laws. 
okay, in most countries, some countries not so, um, but in most countries we have laws against this, and so the thing that you're supposed to do is go before the Lord and pray, okay? Uh, if you hear it is said about one of the uh, towns, the Lord your God has given you the living, that the wicked man has arisen among you and has led the people of their town astray, saying, let us go worship another God, gods you have not known. Then you must inquire, uh, probe and investigate it thoroughly. And if it is true and it has been proven that this detestable thing has been done among you, you must certainly put to the sword all who live in that town, destroy it completely, both its people and its livestock, gather all the plunder of the town into the middle of the public square and completely burn the town and all its plunder as as a whole burnt offering to the Lord your God, and is to remain a ruin forever, never to be rebuilt. None of those, uh, none of those condemned things shall be found in your hands, so that the Lord will turn from his furious anger, and he will show you mercy. Have compassion on you and increase your numbers as he promised on as he promised on oath to your forefathers, because you obeyed the Lord your God, keeping all his commandments that I am giving you today and doing what is right in your in his eyesight. Um again, I say when there is an offense committed today, whether it's by a minister, friend, family, whatever, you go before the Lord and you put your complaint, your gripings, your hurtings, put it before the Lord. Continue to pray about it and watch. Pray. I always tell people, pray and watch. See if the tide turns. See if things change. You don't see a change? Pray again. Pray harder. Pray more. If need be, fast. I guarantee you will see a change. I guarantee you will see a change. I have done this time and time again. doesn't matter how big the problem is. It can be something that is uh, political. It could be something going on in your country. You can form a group and the group of you get together and pray on that particular thing. Or you can pray on it yourself and it still will change. Okay. All right, everyone. That's all we have time for today. We will come back tomorrow. We will read in Deuteronomy 14. Uh, this is Minister MacMillan. Let's pray out. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for this word, for your direction today in this word. And we ask, Lord, that you continue to remind us of the things you have given us today in your word and help us to uh, correct our lives and make ourselves proper and right in your eyesight, Father. Help us, Lord, to 
get our path straight, our lives correct. Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for your love and your grace and your mercy in our lives. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen, everyone. This is Minister Macmillan saying have a blessed evening uh, and good night. Thank you.